Festivus Boys, bringing you life's biggest grievances weekly on your favorite podcast app. These guys are nuts. What the hell is wrong with these people? Hi, hello there, welcome. Konnichiwa, bonjour, and many other words that say welcome and hello in other languages. I'm which, yet to which, know. which you can't fucking yeah, <laughs> you don't know yet. Correct. This is the Festivus Boys with Marge and Peter. I'm Peter. He's Marjay, but you already know that because he spoke. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, dude. Welcome. Welcome to another episode. What, uh, oh, hang on. Um, I should know this. Welcome in Arabic. Hello. Um, Mahalba. Yeah, you spent Mahalba. some... Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I think that's it, it is, yeah. It is. Even though I forget sometimes how to speak Arabic, I'm not very good at it at times. Mahalba's hello, but actually when most people greet each other in Arabic, it's um, salam alaikum. So, which is like no, we we don't use that one because that one that that's that's actually Muslims. that's Muslim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, we just say how the we just say how the fuck are you? <laughs> isn't that um, isn't that the Indian tribe, the Fakawi tribe? <laughs> anyway, it's good to see you, mate, and uh, another fun-filled episode of hatred coming up today. You know what you it's say, hatred, really hatred. But interestingly enough, no, it's not hatred. But it's I, I wanted to bring this up before I'd forgotten. Somebody said to me the other day that had been listening to a few episodes, which I find fucking unbelievable. And maybe this is a reflection of the people that listen to this podcast. He said he, he and his wife were driving somewhere between Sydney and I don't know where. I think they said Newcastle. Please tell me they he didn't said, have any kids they in listened- the car. No, no, they didn't have kids. No, I don't think they okay. had kids in the Thank car. God. They listened to two episodes, yeah. which I think encapsulates most of the drive north between Sydney and Newcastle, yeah. and they said it was strangely cathartic. Oh, look at that, yes. Well, that's what I said. It's a therapy session of sorts. It is. It is. I think it is, yeah, because, you know, we're often airing those grievances that everybody has, but they've got nobody to air them think, with or to. Yeah. Well, they should have, but, I mean, they, they, they don't often talk about them. Yeah, and like my wife says to me, well, go and find some how to deal with it. You know, don't tell me about it. So, I, <laughs> I did. I created a, cod, a podcast with a mate of mine, and it, I think it is cathartic because I don't imagine – there's going to be too many people that listen to the podcast and say, no, no, I like the way people merge their cars on highways. I think they do a great oh, job. absolutely. You know? So, and, and they're going to go, no, I, I love all the stupid names that people come up with for their babies. That's a great idea. Or I love Cakey. Yeah, the people Cakey that- is great. Yeah. People that say that, that say they love the stupid names for their children, usually live in fucking Byron Bay or Mullumbimby, let's be honest about that. <laughs> Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, it, it, it gets worse every day. And just when I think I have heard the worst name possibly that anybody could have come up with, I hear another one. And I, I, I heard, I saw one the other day, I read it, and I thought it was a person of uh, Anglo extract. So, you know, it wasn't like a, sometimes names from different regions of the world and, you know, Middle East, for example, and Asia and whatever. They're not what we'd hear in the Western world, but that's just because they're not the names we hear here. They're they're normal for there. This was an American lady who I thought at first her name was Mormon, like like the religion, but it was Mornan. (laughs) M-O-R-N-O-N. So it wasn't even Mornan as in howdy, Mornan. It was like Mornon, which then I read it as like, oh, is it some play on Moron? Maybe they're saying they're morons. 
So I don't know, but that's probably. Is it a legit name? It was a legit name, yeah. Morning Davies or something her name was. Morning. Don't look her up because that wouldn't be fair to, you know, express it. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so yeah. um, Speaking of uh, Festivus, which we do each week when we do this podcast, and this is not about Seinfeld, we say that each week, but. I must yeah, say, I did uh, maybe because I'm constantly typing in festivals for different things. I uh, in my YouTube feed came up the best of the Seinfeld bloopers the other day, and uh, my wife, who's not particularly into humour or Seinfeld at all, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> even she was absolutely doubled over laughing with some of the things. And you know who the biggest offender was when it came to. Uh, cracking up on set and just not being able to control themselves. Jerry. Well, Jerry was bad, but Elaine Bennis was the worst. Oh, Elaine, oh, Elaine yeah. Bennis was terrible. She would just get the giggles and it wouldn't stop. But uh, can, can I, I just want to make a point that you just mentioned yeah. there. I want to make a point about the fact that you said your wife isn't into Seinfeld or humour. Yeah. No, no, she, yeah. she doesn't do humour. She doesn't like to laugh. Um, no, she does like to laugh, but... If I tell her a joke that would normally have a room doubled over with laughter, hmm. she will. Well, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I'll give you an example. <laughs> she she often doesn't get the punchline, and that's a, that's a worry. So her, her brain's geared up to thinking differently. So when I was in Dubai, right, I was the manager of an English-speaking FM radio station. And I worked with a lot of poms, and these poms would often, that's English people, for English people listening, or for Americans, or for those from other countries who don't know what Australians call the English, we call them poms. These poms would often go to that area of the world to check out from normal life, earn some tax-free dollars, pick up a job, uh, because they weren't going to make it in their home country, right? So the radio announcers weren't going to make it in London, Liverpool, Manchester, the bigger markets. So they'd sell out, they'd go to Dubai, earn some tax-free dollars and have a bit of a lifestyle change. So they'd get on air, unprepared, whatever. This guy told a joke on air one day that I literally can't believe he told. Thankfully, he didn't tell the punchline, right? Well, to a point. But the joke was that uh, little Johnny came home from school and as he walked in the front gate, lived on a small property he kicked the family cow which was in the front paddock and he walked past the chook shed and he kicked a few of the chickens and he walked inside slammed the door through his bag and his mother said johnny what's the problem and he said i had a bad day i'm really annoyed and i'm pissed off and she said right well for kicking the cow there's no burgers for a month and for kicking the chooks there's no bacon and eggs for a month. And he sort of grumbled off and walked out and did whatever he did and whatever. A few hours later, Johnny's old man come, comes home from work, walks in the door, slams the door shut, walks down the hallway and boots the family cat. And yes. Johnny turns to his mother and says, do you want to tell him or should I? Or should I? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there's no pussy for a month. And my wife says, right, so he can't eat the cat? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, big problems for your wife. Big problems. And that has been a family joke for however long it's yeah. been since I told her that. So she just doesn't. Yeah, it's a bit It's just not her thing to get. Yeah, yeah her, her brain doesn't it's not comprehend. Not up that way. Yeah, she does like to laugh, yeah. but she doesn't do jokes. But she found this best of Seinfeld bloopers really funny. Anyway, what I was meaning to say at the start of all that was <laughs> Festivus Boys is uh, in honour of the late, great Frank Costanza to um, carry on his tradition of Festivus, which he set up because he didn't like Christmas and the giving and all the love. He wanted something as an alternative and Festivus was set up where he could air his grievances annually to family and friends. So Yes. So this is, yeah, that was the catalyst for right. this podcast. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be about Seinfeld. We can tell grievances or have grievances about anything. So yeah. as is usually tradition, I'm going to ask you to go first this week. Well, my first grievance is about um, morning television and oh, how morning television, yeah, it's, it's fucking woeful. Mm. And, you know, I've spoken about it before at length. And the fact that traditional, well, what we know as traditional media has completely gone down the gurgle. Mm. Like there was a time and, you know, my mum, who's 25 years older than me now, hardly watches television. People go, people say, oh, yeah, you know, only old people watch TV. Uh, that's not true at all. And young people, I don't think, are watching TV. I don't think many people are watching TV. And it's for this purpose. Yesterday... Uh, I think it was a weekend. I was watching morning television. And uh, this is not exclusively for weekends. First of all, I've mentioned to you before how now the the news bulletins, when they do a breaking news story, they'll say, oh, breaking news and there's fucking fog at Sydney Airport. That's the breaking news. Yes. Like they've diminished the they've diminished breaking news. Oh, they've diminished everything. Breaking it's like news. Star, it's yeah. like, you know, um, television star. And they're on- one episode of Love Island, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm watching this yesterday and I was amazed that they had a full-length segment, right? They had this guy in, you know, they bring people in to interview. Mm. They had this guy in talking about the cost of uh, Chinese cabbage <laughs> and, uh, um, and cauliflower has dropped 30%. That was the in story. In China or in Australia? No, no, here in Australia. Right. That the cost of cauliflower is now down 30%. So, you know, they often have this expert that comes in <laughs> yeah. and they sort of, to, to add to add some context or to add some sort of um, uh, uh, content to the segment, to fluff it up. Yeah, gotcha. They bring an expert in who was like, he, he was part economist, part green pa thumb or whatever the fuck. Part local greengrocer, con. And he's talking about the fact that cauliflower had dropped 30%. That was the story. It went on for five minutes. I can tell you why that was the story, or I can tell you why that's the case. Because even in a uh, credit crunch or a financial crisis, people still fucking hate cauliflower, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I love cauliflower. <laughs> Do you eat it on its own or with white sauce? No, no, I, 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 um, I uh, oven roast it. It's beautiful. Wow. You'd be one of the very few people on the planet that actually like cauliflower. No, that's cauliflower. not true. No, lots of people like cauliflower. People that people that don't want their uh, small intestine <laughs> to turn into fucking rock eat cauliflower. <laughs> it's it's very good for you, but there's other health options like broccoli and other things that are 
more tasty and more appealing. It just amazes me that, like, and I'm not, I'm not super intelligent. Like, I'm not. I'll be the first to tell you that I'm not no, a no. fucking very bright no, person. No, he's not. Uh, um, I'll attest to that. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I, I, I try to, I try to make intelligent comment about stuff, but like, this is a morning TV yeah, yeah. show on a fucking somewhat well-respected network, talking about the fact that cauliflower yeah. had dropped thirty percent. They had a five-minute piece on it. Like and meanwhile, there are kids being pulled out of the fucking rubble in 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 some country, and like and they're talking about the cost of fucking cauliflower. So, yeah. This is why we're so fucking dumb. Yeah, it, it is very true. They they generally now have no idea. I mean, the I will say this, right? Morning television in Australia, and I don't know what it's like in other countries, but in Australia, I will give the marketers and promoters. An absolute gold star. A gold star. How the fuck they get most of the stories into the newspapers and the online websites that they do is beyond me. I mean, there'd be three days a week that you would see, um, oh, look, if, if you're not from this country, these people's names will be foreign to you. But I'll say them nonetheless because Aussies will get it. Three days a week, you'll see Nat Bar doesn't return to sunrise after the ad break. Find out what happened. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, yeah. Sarah Arbo walks out in disgust with Carl. Every fucking week you'll see those. And you, and if you're dumb enough to click on them, which I used to be, it'll be, yeah, Carl made a, some sort of a joke, which was on air, and she actually wasn't in disgust. She just wasn't in the next segment or whatever. It's just I'll give them a gold star for how they promote their programs, but if you're still watching those shows now, you have no option but having your brain turned to custard because it, it is just, it, it's not for the lowest common denominator, it's now for the bottom of the barrel. Oh, it's not only in Australia. That that's not unique no, to not. Australia. They do that, like on morning shows in the US, all throughout Europe, everywhere now. Like it's all just clickbait. Yep. The, the, like who's ever whoever is sort of prominent on television, they'll do a story about how they stormed offset in uh, in some major outburst. Yep. And when you actually click on the story, they literally walked off because that was part of the yeah, segment. Yeah, getting their makeup. Like redone. it was legitimately. It was legitimately part of the segment. And I, I've been guilty of clicking on it at times because I'm looking for content. You know the other thing that shits me about the news, like the nightly news now? Halfway through the news, they do a story. They'll say, right, uh, we got the weather coming up in 20 minutes, but let's have a look at what the weather was like today. We already know what the <laughs> fucking weather was like. We lived it, you motherfuckers. You're going to tell us what yeah, it was can like? Can I go back and change it if I don't like what I hear? I don't need to yeah, know what the yeah. weather was like. I went through the whole day living through the weather. Mm. I don't get to my I don't get to bedtime. I'm not going to bed at, at ten thirty going, Oh, I wonder what yeah. the fucking temperature was at three o'clock yeah, this yeah, afternoon. I forgot what it was like today. I really need to know. If this, this is why podcasting is so uh so relevant now because we break down uh the, the bullshit of the day. We do and look, I don't know if they're struggling because of the uh whole invention of streaming services we've had pay tv for many many years uh, or satellite tv things like that but it it does stagger me now just how poorly uh the commercial stations are the free-to-air stations are uh in this country and 
it's only because of clickbait, I imagine, uh, that, yeah, that people is. are actually tuning in to see what's going on. I'm not sure the cash cow is able to draw much of an audience these days. <laughs> <laughs> the cash cow. Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, uh, mate, I'm going to move to my first grievance uh, for this episode, and, and it's, it's probably of a similar tone of yours. It's actually sticking the boot into traditional media as well, but I'm going for newspapers with mine. And what annoys me with newspapers is, again, if you're going through any of the uh, you know, big websites, there's always a headline that gets your attention first. But I don't understand. I just, I can't work it out. And my wife's a journalist, right? So I've asked her, but she works in a different sphere, but she doesn't even know why they do this. Why do newspapers in this country, and presumably around the world, have to write the same paragraph three times, but slightly moved around before they actually start the fucking story? Right? And I'll give you an example because this was one that I, in doing my research for this episode, I literally just clicked on a story to look at and I didn't even have to go to the second story to have my uh, example given to me. So this was, this made headlines uh, yesterday, right? I won't say the name of the person, but I'll say everything else. Reality TV star, unrecognizable. Oh, sorry. Let me let me restart that. I'm I'm reading like Seth Meyers, where I get all the the breaks wrong. <laughs> Reality TV star, unrecognizable look after two months on remand over alleged drug money drug money laundering charges. Okay, so that's the headline. A reality TV star has been spotted after being charged over her alleged role in an international drug supply and money laundering syndicate. Okay, so that's the same sentence slightly rewritten. Third paragraph, a bachelor star, star again, charged over her alleged role in an international drug supply and money laundering syndicate looks almost unrecognisable after spending months in jail on remand. That's the third paragraph. You've already fucking told me all that in the first one. <laughs> why do they, in the first why two. Why do they do that? I'll tell you why they do it. They do it because they're trying to fill. It's all about, you know, there's, there's this saying now. They say content is king. That's what they say. Everyone says content is Original king. Original content, not the same content three times before you get into the store. No, I know that. I know, but they're trying to fill. They're trying to fill spaces. They got nothing to fucking say, and it's a it's a bachelor star. It's it's oh, it's it's a, a prerequisite that if you're going to be well, she's not a star. Mm. It's a prerequisite that if you're going to be on reality TV or you've been on reality TV, you've got to have some kind of criminal conviction. <laughs> That's the fucking reality well, of it all. I'll tell you what. So let me just read the next couple of um, paragraphs because while they're not the same thing over and over again. Tell me you couldn't have done this using a lot more word economy. So the next paragraph says the girl's name and says she rose to prominence when she appeared on the latest season of reality TV show The Bachelor, but she swapped time in the limelight for time behind bars on remand remand after being dramatically arrested in October. I'm not sure how you get dramatically arrested, but anyway. Police allege... The 27-year-old is a major player in a criminal network which supplied large quantities of drugs 
and laundered the proceeds through an international syndicate. She's charged with directly supplying a kilogram of cocaine to an undercover cop in March and supplying a kilogram of MDMA to a buyer in June. And this is my favourite line of all. The aspiring actor is also charged... That's the bit. I don't have to read the rest of it. The aspiring actor (laughs) is also charged with knowingly dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars which she knew were the proceeds of crime. Have a guess what her defence is, apparently. Uh, She was uh, method acting. (laughs) (laughs) The latter Tarantino movie. No, the the defence apparently is she didn't know what she was moving, which could be true, might not be true, I don't know. But it just, it's become a thing now, and it, it really, it's got my attention, so it annoys me every time. And... Sometimes it's only two paragraphs saying the same thing, but that's quite often what you'll see is three paragraphs, which when I say paragraphs, most of them are only two lines each, but basically taking the same thing and just jumbling it up three times. You do realise I feel sometimes um, regarding the the episodes that we've done on this Festivus Boys podcast, and I think we've done 13, 14, 15, I don't know, I can't, I've lost count because they're so popular. I I really feel like you're wasted as a podcaster and you should have really been like an English professor (laughs) because you fucking keep on bringing up. You're going to love my next (laughs) grade. Oh, God. It's fucking probably the way people write the letter A or some shit. (laughs) I'll save it uh, till after yours. But um, no, I don't think that's got anything to do with being an English professor. That's just clearly, I think what you said is right. Um, Well, it's a play on that. It's not that content is king. It's that they're fucking struggling for content. So they're stretching out something which really should be two lines and making it six lines and three paragraphs. Let me guess. Is it the Daily Mail? Well, let me have a look which one that was on. That's Daily, That's Daily uh, Mail, guaranteed. Well, actually, that was or Daily was on news.com.au. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, is, which is part of that group. Yeah, it's part of the – Yeah. What's, you, the, what's the Sydney paper called? Daily Telegraph. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be in the Daily Telegraph. But Yeah, news.com.au are, are complicit. <laughs> they are. Well, it's the same people. That's just their sort of overarching motherboard, so to speak. But um, interestingly, it was that was written up either reposted or posted on NCA Newswire, which I think is international, isn't it? Oh, big fucking story, <laughs> big story. I love how they say uh, a major player. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're the head of the bloody Gambino crime family, you're not a major player, <laughs> all right? And, fucking and shut me, up. You don't want to be part of them, given where most of them ended up. But um, the thing up. is, right, I can tell you what happened. I can't. But because it's before the courts, let's let that play out, and on a future episode, I'll come back and tell you. But if you, we can bring if it you up, want to yeah. look up the story, it's quite funny because what they've done is they've put two photos side by side because, of course, the big, thing, the big thing to them was what a fall from grace. She went into jail as this glamour model, so they've got a great photo of her at her best moment on The Bachelor, and then they've got a photo of her walking from the remand centre Having not had her blonde tips for two months, she's in trackies <laughs> and a crop top. <laughs> and her tattooed boyfriend's trying to protect her from the media mob. You know, the ones I love is when they go, uh, when they do a story about a star, you know, a person in the, li- in, in the public eye, they go, 
or they used to be in the public eye and it'll be like, you won't believe what this person looks like yeah, now. Yeah. So there's a photo of before and then there's a photo after. And usually the photo after, it's half the time it's not that dramatic. No, no that's right. It's like it, they had blonde, it's blonde like, hair to brown hair or something. Everything else is the same. Like, what am I looking at? Like, what is this? Story? And I'm stupid enough to fucking click on it, which then feeds the algorithm. Yeah. And then I go, and I, I get, like, I, I say to myself consciously now when I click onto those stories, I go in, have a read, and then I click off and I go, what the fuck was that stupidity? And like, I, I, I'll just give you a community service announcement there for you and any listeners who yeah. are tempted by that. Often those things are ads and... If you have a look in tiny letters below the story, it just says AD and it literally is, it's making money for someone to get you to click on it. And then, yeah. and, and so it is literally doing its job because they insert those ads into mainstream newspapers as, um, uh, you know, like bloggers and stuff can, can do that to get people to go to their blog. Hey, um, just before we leave that topic, and this is not actually anything to do with that topic, but it's just a, a subtopic that I've seen occur a lot recently, and I'll, I will name these people because I'm always a bit staggered that they constantly do it. I reckon four times in the last month I've seen a story, not the exact same story, but a story which is basically the same story, just rewritten by some other talented journalist, we'll call them, and it's about Piers Bro Pierce Brosnan, right? Pierce Brosnan, of course. Yeah. Former Bond, good-looking rooster, you know. He's one of those, what are they called, salt and pepper, bat he's not a bachelor, but salt and pepper uh, looked up to man. A lot, of, a lot of women find him very attractive. His wife, Keely, who was stunning as a younger woman, uh, you know, she's, she's had kids and as a result she's put on a bit of weight, as, as is the case. The stories are all basically the same. Stunning pictures of Piers Brosnan at the beach with his overweight wife. Why are they still together? <laughs> like basically saying, yeah, you should dump her ass because she's fat. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. What is this world? Yeah, he's a good look. As a, as a clearly heterosexual yeah. male, I can honestly say Piers is a very good looking man. Good looking man. The ladies love him, but he loves his wife. That's not going to change because of a few kilos, you bloody carcass eating journos. Leave her alone. Yeah. He'll be reading that story. It'll be like a Seinfeld episode or a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. He'll be reading that story. He'll be at the beach and it'll come up on his phone and he'll look over at his wife and then he'll start to second guess everything. <laughs> oh, maybe. The two, maybe. He's a, a two-facer. Oh, yeah, two-facer. Two looks, it looks different in, in different light. Exactly right. Well, looks looks different lying down on her back on the beach than standing up. <laughs> oh, obviously, because when you're on your back, it's all going to go sink into the sand. You're going to look thin when right. you're lying down. Maybe that's why. Actually, no. When you're lying, maybe that's why all the photos are taken at the beach. When you're lying down, actually, I think it's better, isn't I it? I would have thought so. Yeah. It disperses, it disperses the lard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I don't anyway. want to. I don't want to fat shame anybody. Exactly. I don't want to fat shame anybody. All right, mate. Hit us with uh, your second grievance. I have so many grievances. I don't know which way to go, but I wanted to talk. This is I wanted to talk about um, cars, mm -hmm. uh, and, and not so much driving. The people in them, but not the people in them. That's for another episode. But more so, like on the naming of cars. Oh, yeah. 
The other day, I'm, I'm, I'm driving, and I love cars. I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on cars and car, car um, reviews and test drives, and I, I love watching four-wheel drive stuff. I, just, I, I dream of traversing the country in my BMW X5, which has done like 210,000 kilometers. And the name of my car is a BMW X5, yep. right? Um, Porsche, which is the brand name, the, the company name, 911. Originally, it was 901 when they came out with the Porsche 911, but 901 was owned by Peugeot, so they went with 911. Mm. Um, the, Mazda. the Mazda CX-5, not a bad name, all right? But what I've noticed now, especially with the Korean manufacturers, <laughs> and sometimes Ford, right? Like the other fucking day, I'm, I'm, I'm behind this car and I look at the name, it's like, this one was the Carnival. Yep. Kia. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah, the Kia Carnival. And I, I think you might have one of these cars, <laughs> and no offence. Yeah. And I'm standing, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm in the traffic behind this car, and I'm going, Kia Carnival. There's nothing fun about this piece of fucking- Can I just tell you- It's just a big lump of metal, which looks like it'll keel over in a, in a bloody strong gust of wind. And I've got to tell you- There's nothing fun about there's it. There's only one reason why you buy a Kia Carnival, and I am that living proof of that. And that's, do you have a Kia Carnival? Yes, and that's because yes, stupid that's name. Because your family is too large to go on a traditional car. And let me tell you, <laughs> with five kids in the back, it is no fucking Carnival ever. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Why name it the fucking Carnival? The other one that I notice is the Palisades. Yeah, what's with that? Hyundai. Like if anybody, I, I if you've been to the is Palisades. That in the Palisades. Well, the Palisades is a very upmarket part <laughs> of California. Is. Let me tell you, the Palisades, no one in the Palisades is driving this no. fucking Palisades car. It's, maybe it's for all people outside of the Palisades. It's an aspirational name. It's an aspiration. Mm. And then, of course, uh, like when you look for these things, <laughs> when you look for these things, they sort of yeah, come up yeah. and you notice it more yeah. and more. Um the Ford Escape. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, this thing can't make it out of your fucking driveway. Yeah, yeah. But you've called it the Ford Escape, like you're going to, you know, traverse the countryside. You're going to drive from Sydney to the Northern Territory. Yeah. And the, 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 the I saw the a couple of it months ago when, I, when I know far, this episode. Yeah. No, it won't get you that far. The, um, the, the, what's that one that I saw? It's actually a vintage car now in some respect. And that is the, oh, the Ford Probe. <laughs> And it's literally, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it literally, like the guy who came up yeah. with that was probably thinking enema yeah. or was sitting on an enema when he came it up with the probe. It does look like one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does look like it one. Does. I agree. What I found interesting when I lived in Dubai was they have the same cars as we do, but the American market, because most of the cars there come from the US, the American market has different names for their version of the same car. So, for example, the Nissan Qashqai, as we call it, which whatever the fuck, Ridiculous. it must mean something in Japanese that we're not getting because it's the dumbest name ever. And because <laughs> because English people try and say the Q with the U, they all say Qashqai, right? So the Nissan Qashqai is called a Nissan something else in the Middle East. I can't remember the name. It's not X-Trail, but it's, it's one of the other Nissan vehicles, which is quite a normal-sounding name. But... The one that gets me is the Raptor, the Ford Raptor. I'm always expecting it to take off and, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there are some names that I agree with, like the Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. Like, like, like that thing will do half a million kilometres and it's it's known. Like people know, like they use that in the Sahara. 
They use that in the Middle East. That That is a known entity. But Volkswagen are very guilty, like the Turag. What the fuck yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah. Turag? Does that mean something in, in German that we don't know? I don't know. doesn't matter. Have some respect for the fucking your English-speaking <laughs> consumers. Turag. Well, I'll tell you the one that gets me, right, is the, well, one of the many, the the electric vehicles are starting to come up with really stupid names now for their cars. The Is it the Ionics? The Hyundai Ionics? Which, the Ionic which 5 I, and Ionic 6, I guess it's yeah. a play on words with the Ionics. But the Chinese, the BYD, which stands for Build Your Dream. <laughs> and yeah, I, I know. saw one the other day. I was like, <laughs> the hyphenated. BYD, okay, fair enough. Don't know what the fuck it means, but it's not, you know, it doesn't do much. And then I saw the back of one of these cars and the whole name takes up the back of the boot, Build Your Dream. No, you can't do it. <laughs> Same one, yeah. <laughs> Build your dream. I'm not sure that's a dream either when that falls apart in three years' time. Like, give us, like, the, you can understand some car names. Like, just go, like, the CX-5, the CX-3. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not plugging Mazda or I'm not plugging fucking, you know, you BMW or Porsche. I used to own a Mazda. I did half a million kilometres. Yeah. It felt like a- And it was just- it was, it was a Mazda 6. That's it, Mazda Here's 6. Here's a couple for you, including your um, Ford Probe, um, Honda Elevate, Mazda Titan, which is like a dump truck, the Mazda, the Isuzu Mysterious Utility. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, yeah, fucking another stupid the name. AMC Gremlin, the Gaylord Gladiator, <laughs> and the Piece de Resistance, the yeah. Daihatsu Naked. <laughs> they couldn't be asked finishing it. It's probably got no fucking uh, doors and no boot, no bonnet, the whole bit. Like cars now, and it's it's like people, I know people have aspirations and like when you see the Palisades, for example, it's a big car. It, it sort of has, it has a presence on the road, mm. but maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me being a fucking, no, like, no. a degenerate human being. I think what's happened is there are so many cars now and so many news, new cars. You're right. Like, I think Porsche did well, BMW did well. BMW has been very smart to stick with just basic letters and numbers. So, you know, throughout the years they can, like, because they're, um, they've got their X series, but now their uh, electric series, I think, is all IX. So uh, it's smart, but then yeah, Kia, their various names are stupid in many cases, and oh, dude. they need to be instantly yeah, recognisable. But, but they're not instantly recognisable, and that's the thing. And half the time, you can't even fucking pronounce that's them. Right. Yeah, you can't even pronounce the names. Mm. No, I agree. I know people like it when we disagree, but um, yeah, the car names and, and so many. There's so many new cars now. That you know, you've always been able to instantly tell what that car was or what the manufacturer was. That's not the case anymore. You can be driving yeah, you around. You can't tell anymore. Some of these electric cars, they don't even have badges on them. You wouldn't know what the hell they were. I mean, I used to have a Subaru Liberty, mm. and um, did it give you some like, Liberty? It, it, well, it, it did. That, again, that car did half a million kilometres, so in, it lived up to its reputation. And in in uh, honour of Seinfeld, did you take a few liberties and stop short? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Come on. I was very unattractive. I was a very unattractive man when I had that. There was no chance of that oh, ever happening. Fair enough. All right. Well, look, uh, let's move on to my final grievance for this episode. <clears throat> Unfortunately, you probably will accuse me of being a university professor again. 
Here we go. Oh, you cleared your throat, so that's a that's a that's a bonus. That's a non-verbal. Yeah, it's a non-verbal sort of admission that this is going to be bad. <laughs> it can't be a uh, audible version that there's a frog that need a removal. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm go. sick of all these little fucking terms and words that have permeated the. <clears throat> Excuse me. All these words that have permeated the English language. I could list many of them, but I'm go- <laughs> I'm going to list two on this episode. And I'm going to list others on future episodes. I am sick to fucking death of hearing before you can do this, that, or the other, before you start your new business, you need to figure out what your why is. (laughs) Go fuck yourself on the why, right? Stop changing these words around to make them what they're not. Figure out why you want to do it, what your idea is. What's driven you to do it? That's all fine. Stop talking in this fucking new age bullshit language. What's your why, Peter? Tell us your why. No, I'm going to take that why and shove it down your throat. It pisses me off. You know what that comes from? Tell me. I'll tell you why. And I agree with mm. you. And that comes from now. That 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 is because of things like Instagram mm. and people waking up Right, and everyone now, every second person on Instagram is sharing their fucking morning routine. Yep. I wake up, I meditate for ten minutes, I take a cold plunge, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I whack off or whatever the fuck <laughs> that they do. While taking you know, a cold plunge, <laughs> and then they share all their they share all their um their morning routines yeah. on uh on social media. So and it and it bleeds into that. It feeds yeah, off yeah. that. This like is, this is how you this start is my your day. Why for getting out of bed? No. Yeah, you all don't that need shit. A why? You can have a reason. You can have a reason not to stay in bed. The the other word that's permeated the English language, which I, I I still I don't think it's a word, and it frustrates the hell out of me. And they use it a lot in the school sector, and we heard it a fair bit at the various end of year school events that we went to, and that is the word ideating the kids have been ideating no they've been thinking thinking thinking's been a word forever ideating Uh, i've never heard they use it instead of coming up with ideas they've been ideating ideating how how do you spell ideating i don't even think it's a word or uh, ideation's the other word it fucking does my head in and i know i say things do my head in because that's what this podcast is about but ideating is this word that has filtered through it's like it's like, no offence, teachers. Teachers do a great job. They do. But it's like they use this word to make themselves feel smarter than they actually are. Ideating is not a word, and it doesn't make you seem smarter by using it. Here, hold on. Ideate. Uh, form an idea. Yeah, exactly. I just said that. Uh, conceive. Yeah, yeah. He, he is part of a team that ideates branding strategies. Yeah, comes up with is what we've used for a thousand years and we can use it for another well, thousand. Well, yeah, but people, yeah, it's people use those words just to fucking look and pretend that they're smart. Well, it's like job That's It's it. like job titles. Job titles, and I think I'll mention that on a future podcast because I, I, I've got to a situation at the moment with, with within a business that I'm involved with where I have no fucking idea what people do based on their job titles. So... Who do I talk to in HR? Oh, you don't want the HR person. You want the person in charge of celebrating people's lives. 
<laughs> Celebrating people's lives. What the fuck is that? Are you making that shit well, up? A little bit, but that's the sort yeah. of titles they have. It's like, just who's the HR person? Call them an HR person. We don't need to come up with... It's like in radio, right? Forever and a day, the person who ran the on-air side of the building was called a program director or a program manager. It worked forever and it still works to this day. Now it's the director of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah fuck exactly. Yourself. Yeah, it's the director. You know what word I like? And I watch a lot of car reviews. I love this word. And I, I, I must admit, there's never been a time that I've been able to use it because I'm not very bright. Um, iterations. Oh, yeah, good word. There's a, yeah, word. I, yeah, it's a good word. And there's a, like, and I like that word. There's a, a number of iterations. I mean, you could say there's been a number of variations, but people say iterations. Yeah, yeah. And I guess there's a slight difference between variations and and iterations. Yeah. But 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 that word is a legit word, yeah, and right and word. I like how people use it. But I yeah the the my the, the why and the, the the job title thing at work too is like this person is director of of um uh, this person is director of promotions and 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 human ideas or whatever the fuck <laughs> they go on with yeah and and in government they just add innovation to everything right the least innovative people on the planet they everything's uh you know sports and recreation and innovation <laughs> yeah you know why they put innovation in. Because it makes us, it makes us compelled to go. Oh, hold on! They're innovating. Here, yeah, take yeah. more of my fucking tax yeah. dollars, you pieces of how, shit. How many times? <laughs> how many times have you innovated in sport and recreation? Like, what? You've created a different shaped pool for kids to swim up and down. There. <laughs> <laughs> There's a different iteration of. Pools. What I would like is for people to stop using dumbass new age words and use the many other words that we have available and use them better. And stop saying anything and things like that and stop saying H and say H and don't worry about ideating and all the other bullshit. On, on another <laughs> podcast I'm involved with, we, we used to do a, a word of the week for a period of time and you'd be absolutely amazed at how many words you use very often. Uh, and I'll give you an example of one because we, we, were, we were talking on this podcast about somebody being disgruntled. And I was like, that, yeah, it's a good word. It's, it's a great word to describe you know, exactly how they were. And I was like, what's the opposite of the word disgruntled? I mean, there's other words that are the opposite, but guess what it is? What? Gruntled. Is it really? <laughs> gruntled. Gruntled. Gruntled's a word, which we've never used, but we should. It's a great word. No, I don't like that word. I Silly. love it. Gruntle. Yeah. No, it it sounds like you've got some kind of fucking <laughs> something is stuck in your bloody small intestine. Sounds like, you, sounds like something you did when you got lucky on Saturday night. It's a great word. Got, gruntled. Got myself gruntled. So hold on. So disgruntled. So the opposite is gruntled. So that means so that means gruntled means happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's not a fucking happy word. It sounds like you're an olga. You're, you're you're. That's only because you don't know what disgruntled. The opposite of disgruntled is. You've only just learned it now. You're at your age. Imagine if you'd use it throughout your life instead of coming up with dumbass words like ideate. Let me tell you something. There's never, now that I know what gruntled means, I'll never use it because I don't want to come across as some kind of <laughs> cockhead gruntled. Okay, good to know. Oh, I yeah. I'm so, grunt I'm, so, I'm so gruntled in my job. <laughs> Stupid. 
<laughs> I'm gruntled. I'm so gruntled in this marriage. Well, mate, well, you're a lucky man if you use it in my context. I'm going to leave you to think about that because I've been very gruntled with this episode, my friend. I'll catch, Stupid catch word. you on the next app, mate. <laughs> See ya. Gruntled. Festivus Boys, bringing you life's biggest grievances weekly on your favorite podcast app. Are they for real? What's wrong with them? What the hell is wrong with these people?